0: The sounds of mariachi, a musical expression that dates back to 19th century Western Mexico. It's popular in the United States too, especially in the Southwest. And as one security expert points out, the business of mariachi can demonstrate the need for information analysis and sharing organizations, entities known by the initials ISAO and pronounced Isao. I'll get to that in a moment. Welcome. I'm Eric Chabro of Information Security Media Group. And we'll spend the next few minutes today speaking about ISALs. In a moment, we'll hear from Greg White. He's a computer science professor at the University of Texas at San Antonio. White also serves as executive director of the ISAL standards organization, a non-governmental entity financed by the U.S. government to create guidelines and standards for establishing ISALs. But first, some background on ISALs. President Obama in early 2015 issued an executive order that proposed the creation of ISALs. The executive order encourages the formation of communities, to share cyber threat information across a region or in response to a specific cyber threat. An ISAC could be a not-for-profit community, a membership organization, or a single company facilitating sharing among its customers or partners. Sounds similar to ISACs, those information sharing and analysis centers established by various industries. Greg White explains the differences.
1: The thing that defines an ISAC is that they are generally associated with a critical infrastructure. That's what the purpose was for them in the first place, They're dealing with the various critical infrastructures and in those sectors. That's why they came about. But there's a lot of other people out there who need to do information sharing that aren't part of a critical infrastructure, and thus the expansion of this concept to other entities, and that's what ISACs are.
0: A prime purpose of establishing ISALs is to allow communities of common interest, say businesses in the same geographic area, such as San Antonio, to share cyber threat information. But Weiss says ISALs should offer much, much more. They should go beyond incident response in which ISALs share information about a specific event.
1: That's limiting. That really limits the type of information sharing that can go on. There's a lot of information sharing that can occur before incidents occur that will help individuals with their security posture. And so different entities, those, those who may have more robust security programs here in San Antonio could help those who may have less robust security programs in the community by telling them, okay, here's what we've done, here's what we've seen, here's how we handled this, here's how we conduct these kind of operations. And so it's a, it's a learning process. There's a lot of learning that can go on because of this proximity of everybody uh, and if folks are willing to share information, and not information about incidents, but information about security.
0: Proximity is key, especially those based geographically. ISALs can build trust among their stakeholders by facilitating face-to-face meetings, and trust is a key component in information sharing to create secure IT systems.
1: If I'm going to start talking about my organization and what we do from a security standpoint, I need to have a certain level of trust in you that I'm not revealing things that might be used against my organization.
0: That's not a problem with ISACs.
1: Because of the relationship that, that entities have with other entities within the sector that's established.
0: White says community of interest ISALs should help in creating that trust.
1: It's a lot easier if I meet folks and I get to know them and I get to look at them and eye to eye and it's just it facilitates that, that establishment of trust. Okay. What's
0: the structure of an ISAL?
1: Ultimately, what an ISAO is going to do will depend on its memberships. What kind of capabilities it requires or it needs will depend on its goals and its memberships. Uh, we see the possibility of ISAOs embedded inside of ISAOs embedded inside of other ISAOs.
0: Now we get to Mariachi.
1: There is no such entity as this, but folks can understand. If there were a group of mariachi bands here in South Texas uh, that wanted to come together and to form an ISAO, because, you know, they've got websites, they take credit cards, you know, they have security concerns that they need to be cognizant of and to worry about and to address, this group of South Texas mariachi bands could come together. But what about the Southwest United States mariachi band ISAO or the mariachi bands of the United States ISAO? You know, you could have levels, if you will, of ISAOS like that, and so in a band here in South Texas might be part of all three of those. Now, do all three of those need to be providing the same level of service? Or can that large United States mariachi band ISAL provide the greatest amount of service because they have the greatest number of members there and so maybe they're doing the automated information sharing the automated indicator sharing using that system that has a relationship with the federal government and then the South. Western United States version has offers maybe a few other things, not quite as many capabilities. And then the South Texas ones—they're members of these other ISOWs, so they don't need to duplicate the services that are already provided. But what is unique, maybe, for South Texas? Maybe there's some specific issues that are unique to bands in South Texas. And those are the kind of things that South Texas ISAL will form. So you can see there's, there's different levels of ISALs here, different capabilities, and you can have ISALs be part of ISOs and, and, and an organization be members of multiple ISALs. And the purpose of their membership in each one of those things is slightly different.
0: These multiple layers of ISALs are akin to a solar system, part of a much larger galaxy. Think of the galaxy as an information-sharing ecosystem with a variety of planets and stars
1: we've been talking about for the last several months is the establishment of an information sharing ecosystem within the United States. What is that ecosystem? How are all these entities going to share information? How do, how do we all play nicely together in one big information sharing program for the nation? That's what we're looking at, trying to establish. There could be, for example, some ISAs that want to share with the government. There could be some ISAs that don't want to share with the government. If you want to share with the government, depending on the organization that you're going to be sharing information with, the government may have certain requirements that they will levy on you before they will be willing to share information. Some ISAs may not want to have to meet those requirements. Others may be willing to meet those requirements. A big difference in the ISAs, all of which will be defined by the members in that ISA. What capabilities they're going to need, what. Requirements requirements they are going to, to try to meet will all be based on what the goals are for the individual iSales.
0: Though few eye sales exist, an industry is building around these information sharing organizations. Many of the top consultancies and vendors, such as Booz Allen, PricewaterhouseCoopers, and FireEye, offer services and products to support fledgling eye sales And Weiss sees these offerings as a good thing.
1: It would be prohibitively expensive for some of the smaller ISOs to provide the, the type of services that these for-profit commercial companies could because of the scale. You know, if they've got 12 ISALs that are paying them, it would be a lot easier for them to provide some very capable services than it would for those individual ISOs to have to try to do it on their own.
0: One of the ISAL standards organization's early goals is to develop guidelines to help individuals and organizations to create ISOs
1: there's a lot of guidelines that need to be produced to help ISALs, especially emerging ISALs as they form. What are the kind of things that that need to be considered? What are the different types of information sharing that can occur, both automated and non-automated information sharing? What kind of analysis? What are the different levels of analysis? What are the other different capabilities that an ISAL may want to consider providing its members? Those are the kind of things that we're going to be talking about in the various guidelines. Other things about, you know, how to, uh, privacy, uh, trust, you know, there's some very basic issues that all ISOs need to consider. You'll be seeing things like that in documents like uh, covering those kind of topics.
0: The ISEO standards organization expects to publish those guidelines this fall. Since its formation last October, the standards organization has been holding online and in-person meetings with stakeholders. Its next meeting open to the public will be in Tyson's Corner, Virginia, outside Washington on September 1st, when it will solicit ideas from stakeholders. Information about the Standards Organization, its publications, and meetings can be found at its website, ISAL.org. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Eric Chabro.